Welcome to the podcast, right around the globe and the universe. Uh, this is Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Great to have you company. I just want to have a shout out to Rachel as well. She uh, listens to the podcast religiously and just hey, sent Rachel. us a message. Yeah, What's that, every Sunday? Her name's <laughs> yeah. Rachel Royal. Do you reckon to... that's a real name, Rachel on, Royal? On the way to yeah. and from church, Stav. Yeah. The first part and then the last part. She needs mm. a cleansing from listening to this and then... <laughs> yeah. She goes. If you want a shout out, by the way, hit us up on the Stav Abbey Matt with Osha Facebook page. Um, big show coming up. Steve Baxter came in from Shark Tank. Yes, Maddie and Abby both pitched him, and you'll find out who he put his money behind. Yeah, you pitch slapped him. <laughs> uh, plus, we have uh, Caitlin, who has been blind since birth. For do you mind if I ask some very interesting questions on the way? Stick around. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Replay, hit 105. Now, this show's being slammed and it hasn't even been on TV, so I guess I'll be happy with it, making headlines. <laughs> uh, Channel 7's got a new show, Yummy Mummies, which is a group of ladies preparing to be mums for the first time. It's my ideal of hell. Seriously. Rich just... chicks, though, right? Yeah, they're, I think they are all rich, yeah. And they're competing for the best baby shower, uh-huh. um, and they're all buying designer clothes for their babies. Competitive birthing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best, right? Oh, I've got the fabulous sweet book, the one with the spa bath and the music. Yes, yes. Yeah. So true. Hey, uh, but one of the girls, Maria, she's caused outrage because in the commercial for it, which is only about 90 seconds, she makes this comment. Breastfeeding in public is illegal. You just don't do it. <laughs> Each to their own. She's there at a cafe with her mum and there's a lady breastfeeding behind her, which you know the producers have probably gone, hey, yeah. let's find a breastfeeding mum and just put it behind her. Yeah. Um, and she's just outraged by it. And she's come out in defence and said she did breastfeed her child but just never in public. Does she legitimately think that it is illegal? That no, it is something, or is that just a turn of phrase? Because not thinking. since the online um, <laughs> slamming. She <laughs> <laughs> that up. Yes. Yeah, uh, anyone okay. who says, oh, my God, it's illegal, yeah. I would not believe that they have the credentials to tell us whether that is law or not. But I go, for my first child, <laughs> yeah. I will admit, I felt really uncomfortable breastfeeding because you're always like told to, I guess, cover up. And then all of a yeah. sudden, once you breastfeed, it's like it's fine to get your, your boobs out. Mm. And I always felt uncomfortable because I never knew how to do it right. And then anyone who just thinks, like, I find breastfeeding hard. It is, oh, it hard, is hard work. And it was even mm. hard for the second one. So I got a lactation consultant out and she was like, mm. it's hard because people don't watch other people do it anymore. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, damn, I need to do it more in public to make mm. people feel comfortable. Yeah. So the second time around, I was like, fine with it. But I felt really bad for one guy on a plane because I was on a little plane to Tamworth where I was doing the weather and I was flying well, everywhere. plane? Little, little, yeah, yeah, a little right. one. What, like yeah, a, like a 12-seater or something? Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting next to an older guy and I was like, don't worry, my son is the best flyer because he was. Every single plane ride, he was perfect. Which one was this, Finland? Mm. Jagger. Jagger. And I was like, don't worry, he's, he's a great flyer. Great flyer. And he's like, oh, that's fine. I was like, do you have like grandchildren? He goes, I do. I have three. And I was like, this is great. It's going to be fine. No matter how much you love children... When you get sat beside the one baby in the plane. On a 12-seater? You're like, how did this happen? But he's there going, like, look at me. I'm just going to be granddad of the year. I'm going to show her how good I am yeah. around kids. Yeah, No I problem with me, know love. No problem. What happened? 
But Jagger just kicked into the fact that he hated planes. Like, I mean, just the screaming. I was like, he heard how, you. how am I going to mm. keep him quiet? Must be his ears. Must be the smaller plane. I have to breastfeed. Right. So it's such a small plane. So I was having to like negotiate. Right. So I'm touching this older guy and he's like, yeah. oh, he's okay with it. He's okay with right, it. So you got your back to him? No, no. I'm like next to him. He's right next to me and I'm touching him with my arm and I get just, like. Um, just sidebar. I wish this is what happened to me when my ears popped. But they, they, <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. Well, you wouldn't at this point. So you've got, started, hang on. So, so you're sitting next to each other and you've yeah. got the baby on the boob closest to the guy. I'm trying to get the baby on the boob. Yes. Now, mm. the baby is crying. Yeah. And yeah. at what point, anyone who knows if they've got, if they're breastfed or if their wife breastfeeds, yeah. you'll know that all of a sudden milk starts coming in. Yeah, and then I got it. him onto the boob and then he kept yeah. coming off. Yeah. So you know when he's coming off, the guy next to me is getting completely mm. and utterly sprayed. <laughs> like, on his face. Mm. I could even see him mm. flinching and I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so sorry I got your eye. And he's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. You're, you're getting him yeah. in the eye with breast yeah. milk. It's so bad when it just yeah. goes everywhere and you're just like, oh my God. And uh, that's why I never travel with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? So it's how did he? So did he say anything to you, he or did he just? After he's just said that he feels so comfortable, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so and embarrassed. He's, he's wiping like, breast milk out of his fine. eyes. Yeah, the lady comes and she's giving. I'm trying so to give baby wipes. At least I'm it's like, a it's oh. a cure for um, conjunctivitis, though, right? Yeah, I tried yeah. to make that joke. Did you? Yeah, yeah he no, didn't laugh. It's got antibiotic that. properties, especially when he's trying to clean his glasses. As well. Oh my! At least he was wearing glasses. Yeah. At least he had. Side note to that is, you know what it's like because my wife took my car when she was on maternity leave. Yeah. Mm. You, for some reason, those little spots, armor all, on black nothing leather. will yeah. get it off. If yeah. Once it yeah. hits, it is stuck there for life. Mm. <laughs> I've scrubbed that car down. Remember when I was uh, expressing here and yes. there were like, there was ants in the back room? It's because you, yeah, your yeah. breast milk attracted the ants. Yeah. Because yeah. every time you, I don't know how you don't like leak. <laughs> it, was, it was it was everywhere. It was all over the place. No one yeah. felt no one felt comfortable. That's what, That's actually why they painted that room white. It was just easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Now, this is where we get people into the studio and we break down that awkwardness. Well, you might want to ask a question. You're unsure if you're upsetting someone or what you should say. And often people don't start a conversation because they're like, oh, I don't want to upset them. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had some extraordinary people in. And this morning we have Caitlin in. Morning, Caitlin. Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming in. Now, what would you say sets you apart from other people? Oh, um, that's an interesting question. Um, But I think the answer (laughs) you're looking for is... Is that I'm totally blind, um, have been since birth. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be taking your questions this morning. Now, you work at Vision Australia, which is... I uh, do. Can you help people understand what Vision Australia do? Yeah, so um, Vision Australia provides lots of different services for people who are blind or have low vision. Um, so things like occupational therapy for people who have lost their sight. For example, we might um, go into their homes and help them figure out how to make the lighting better, um, marking up kitchen appliances with some tactile dots and things like that so that they're a bit easier to use. Um, We also have library services, so accessible books that people can read um, in audio format um, and in Braille as well. And cane training as well. Yeah, that's right. Orientation um, training. So, yeah, helping people to sort of um, learn new uh, routes around their communities and things like that. So getting to local shops, getting to school, all that sort of stuff. So So, questions off bound this morning? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> do, do happy you, to take it as it comes. Do when so. you meet people, yeah. um, do they ask questions much about your about the fact you're blind, or do they try to avoid it to for fear of making you uncomfortable? Um, a bit of both. Some people are quite curious, but then yeah, a lot of other people um, sort of feel a bit uncomfortable, or they may be not quite sure how much I can see. Um, mm. So yeah, um, I do find because I have a dog guide. So um, yeah. I find that often people will come up and kind of talk about her and go, oh, I like your dog. And so that's kind of the icebreaker right. yeah. um, for people. Yeah. Devon, who's a black lab, who's sitting very, very obediently under the desk this morning. She's very well behaved. I mean, she, I just almost knocked her and she just didn't flinch. Poorly. She's like, oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, I, can I, can I, I mean, 131060, if you have a question for um, for Caitlin, but I'm, I'm going to ask straight up. Um, Caitlin, yes. why do a lot of blind people wear dark glasses? Uh, that can be for a whole bunch of different reasons. Often people have an eye condition where they can be quite glare sensitive. Um, so they'll be really sensitive to sunlight and things like that. And it's actually quite painful for them. Um, so sometimes people will wear dark glasses because of that. Sometimes it's more of, uh, um, if people's eyes look a little bit unusual, they might wear them as well. Um, and sometimes I guess for people, it's an identifying Thing. So it lets right. people know maybe that they can't see. Oh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. The phones are open. Uh, Caitlin will take your questions. Anything you've ever wanted to ask someone who is blind? You ready? Natalie. Sure. <laughs> from Brown's Plains. You're on with Caitlin. Go go for it. Hey, Natalie. Hi. Hi, Caitlin. Do you mind if I ask, if you've been blind since birth, do you dream and do you have visions in your dream? Oh. Um, that's a really interesting question. Um, yes, I do dream and I tend to know kind of what's happening um, in my dreams, but I'm not sure if I actually see. I probably don't. Um, yep. But, for example, if I was dreaming um, about... I don't know, Natalie walking down the road towards me with a McDonald's bag. For some reason, I would know it's a McDonald's bag that she's oh, got. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I guess yeah. if where you can't see your imagination kind of probably fills in the blanks in your um, dreams the way it, it normally would. Really? So, yeah. That's really fascinating that you can't you can't see the visualization in your dream, but you just know it's there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah that's do you think people have attractive voices? Like you hear people's voice and you go, "Oh." What the point? Do you think I have an attractive voice? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, <laughs> do you imagine what people would look like? Obviously. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know if I always get the mental picture right, and to be honest, it's probably not the first thing I think about. Mm -hmm. um, usually, when I hear someone's voice, I'll tend to think, "Oh, they sound happy, or they sound a bit frazzled and stressed out," or yeah. Um, um, so it's probably more their mood that I pick up on first. Um, I don't always think a whole heap about what people look like unless yeah. someone sort of does the kind of what do you think I look like question, right. which yeah, is yeah. Um, always a bit of a favourite. Yeah. Chris uh, is in Bean Lee. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what's your question hey, for Chris. Caitlin? Hey, Caitlin. Do you mind if I ask, uh, how, how does a sick help a blind person know where they're walking? Um, so basically what it does is it gives the person tactile information about the ground in front of them. Um, so you yep. can sort of tell if it's even or uneven. Um, you would use it to find stairs if it's an area you know and there's some, some stairs coming up. Um, you can use it when you're going up and down stairs to know how many there are because you would hold the cane in a certain way um, that would help you to count them. So, yeah, lots of different things like that. Basically, it's sort of because the cane is ahead of where you're walking, it kind of tells you what's coming up. Yeah. And you yeah. said your fiancé, who's also blind, uses the laser now? 
to does different um, uh, He uses a white cane, um, but yeah, he does also use a thing called a mini guide, which is like a little um, device that can tell you, uh, it gives you, yeah, like sonar information basically about oh, what's right. coming up. Wow. Like uh, your Stephanie. parking sensors on your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, yeah. Wow. Stephanie in Chermside, what's yeah, your right. question this morning? Hi, um, do you mind if I ask? I have two questions. One, what's the <laughs> etiquette around your guide dog? Because you hear all the time not to pat them because they're working. Yeah. And also, how do you, if you can't see when he goes to the bathroom and you're out, how do you pick it up without stepping in it? <laughs> yeah, that's a, they're both really great questions. Um, so the first one on etiquette, you're quite right. We usually do ask people not to pat them when they're working. Um, and that's so that they just don't get distracted and go looking for attention from people when they should be crossing roads and yeah. doing other yeah, things. Yeah. Um, people often get that bit, but they'll still talk to the dog anyway, and that's right. a bit of a no-no as well. We usually uh, ask people not to talk to them when uh, they're wearing okay. their harness because um, it's the same sort of thing. It's just that it's so that they don't get distracted. Sorry, I just talked I to your dog. I did the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. What about the poo? How do yeah, you the poo pick question. up the poo? Um, so with that, the dog is trained to go on command. Um, wow. So we basically know sort of when it's going to go. Um, usually they walk well because they, you know how they kind of walk around in circles yeah, and sniff a yeah. bit. Um, they walk. They put their paw over their bum. Yeah. <laughs> um, their walk will kind of change a bit um, right. when they're about to go. So you can usually tell. Um, and then the other thing you do is sort of touch the dog's back as it's going because that'll tell you their back's in a different position if they're doing right. a wee or they're doing a poo. Wow. Um, so that kind of tells you whether there's something that you have to pick up and so, then so, you know um, where it is because you can feel where the dog's standing. Devon, your lovely dog who's in the studio, uh, he, that, that she can go on command. Is there a special word we should avoid saying during this conversation it's to probably, avoid? It's probably not one that you would normally use. Uh, you, um, you say so that, Caitlin. What do, you, what do you say? It's not a common um, one. So okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I won't give her the All command right. now. Okay. No, All don't right. give her the command. <laughs> Erica is on from Warner. What's your question? Uh, we've got Caitlin in who Hi, has been blind since birth. What would you like to ask her? Good morning, Caitlin. Do you mind if I ask? Have you ever travelled overseas? And if you have, how do you appreciate it when it's such a visual thing? Um, yeah, I have travelled overseas quite a lot. So I've been to Italy and Germany and Austria and the UK, um, Malaysia. Um, so I guess for me, travel is kind of more of a multi-sensory thing. Um, so I'd like to be able to touch Things like even some of the architecture and things like that. Um, if I can kind of have a feel of the outside of buildings, I'll do that to get more of a sense in my head of what they look like. Um, but I guess probably different things. So I'll tend to probably pick up on smells and things like that a lot more. So street markets and things, I always find that quite a cool experience when I travel because there's lots of different sensory things happening, different sounds, different smells. Um, so it's probably more those kinds of things that you appreciate rather than the visual stuff and there's heaps of that stuff there when you visit new cities it's just that um i guess if you can see you you know your vision is often the first thing you focus on so um whereas for us that's a bit different i would say it's probably a lot more multi-sensory and we probably find different things um interesting so even just having a walk around the streets and listening to the different language and country smell different Mm. yeah that's right and different smells and different sounds and um all those kinds of things is probably more what i get out of traveling all right well our last question this morning comes from kirsty and race for you go ahead you're on with kirsty good morning caitlin how are you good how are you yeah good thank you look do you mind if i ask um 
in getting into a new relationship, I do know you have a fiancé. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, how do you go about doing that? I mean, obviously you meet someone, but it's a very visual kind of thing when you meet someone. So how does that make that different for you? Because obviously you can't see them. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's a little bit like what I said before. So I'd probably be more attracted to someone um, based on their voice. Um whether they have kind of nice aftershave or perfume is probably something I would notice. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I, I guess as those initial things. So they sort of replace the visuals a bit. Um, but for me, I guess it's more about like what we have in common and conversation and things like that. Um, what they look like is kind of a secondary thing. Um, I wouldn't say I don't care, but I possibly don't care as much as someone who could see would about that stuff. What about when you're when you're a kid? I mean, when we were when I was a kid, my parents whipped out the book Where Did I Come From, and that was the first time I saw how you know, like how when you have no visual reference to how where babies come from, how do your parents even talk to you about that? Um, I'm just trying to think. I think at school we had some like tactile models of how stuff like how the anatomy worked and things like that. Um, so you know, you could sort of understand the theory of it. Um, the same as everybody else. So, um, and we probably had book, the same sort of books you would have had, but they would have had tactile diagrams mm. um, in them that we could feel. Yeah, Where do I, I get know. these tactile diagrams? <laughs> 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 don't lie, you've got them. Caitlin, uh, you don't need them. Yeah. That one. Thank you, <laughs> Lovely uh, to I meet you. Thank you for coming in this morning. Really appreciate no your worries. honesty. Thanks for having me. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, do you guys want to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Oh. Ooh. See what I was doing there? I was giving Ooh. you a clue about tomorrow's letter. It's mm. yeah, yeah, wifey. No. no. <laughs> What's the... Oh, F. Is it F? Yeah, I'm yeah, going to guess it's an F. F word. Oh. See, I, can't, I wish we could say that. Like, tomorrow's letter yeah. is F. For fire truck. <laughs> do you know, technically, mm. you can swear on the radio. No one, like, nothing's going to happen. It's only if someone complains. Oh. So, if no one complains about you swearing, you're sweet. Yeah, but some head would. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't think I could ever do it. See, podcast, podcast there's, no, there's no laws. You can swear on podcasts, yeah. can't you? Damn straight you can. Right. All right, well, <laughs> Alpha Bucks. Right. <laughs> F is tomorrow for Alpha Bucks. Hey, this is Haley Steinfeld. I didn't know that I was starting. Oh, we made her sit through a song before we talked to her, but that's all right because you'll get a paycheck for that, won't you, Haley? <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Congratulations on your, oh, well, you just heard it, hit after hit, but on your latest song that we did just hear, it's amazing. And the film clip is so extraordinary. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Do we have to announce, Abby, I think, uh, to Hayley that uh, she is responsible for our, you know, how couples have a song, Hayley, uh, Abby and I. Well, we, uh, yeah, we do have a song. We fell in love with you at all different times. When I was watching Pitch Perfect 2, I think I said that film completed me. And at the end, flashlight. And the only person that was next to me was Stav. And I was like, this is our song. And he's like, no, it's not. No, it's I'm like, not. it is our song. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> It's good to see you on The Voice last night. Did you, did you have a good time? It's a massive show. Thank you. My God, I had an amazing time. It was so wonderful. The judges were so sweet. I mean, my dressing room was right next to Jennifer Hudson's, which was pretty awesome. Uh, and everybody everybody was awesome at the show. Now, you're, you're only 21 years old, Hayley. 
20. 20, yeah. You're only 20. So you haven't, even turned, you haven't turned 21 one. yet. No, a few more months. Yeah, right. So you do, um, you, you like, essentially you're not technically even a real adult. In the state. In the state. Here, Here you are. are. Here you, you are. You should have partied. What's that? So, like, because in, in America you've got to be 21 to go out, go to bars and stuff like that. You realise in Australia you've only got to be 18, right? Oh, wow, I did not realise that. Oh, that's not, that is a lie. Hayley, that's someone not telling you last night, I'm afraid. And they've done you a major injustice. I know, my God, of course I find this out when I'm on my way to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know what, at an airport the bar is always open. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, new single, Most Girls, it's out now. What's the song, like, essentially about? Is it about being different to the other girls who are guys seeing, or, or what's your story behind it? No, it's about it's about wanting to be like the amazing and intelligent and beautiful women that are all around us. I think that for a while, I mean, even I at one point sort of thought to myself, you know, I don't want to be like anyone else. I want to be the only version of me that there is. But then, I mean, it's hard to feel that way when there are so many people, women especially, around me inspiring me every day and just sort of being a shining example of, of what I want to be in life. So that's what that's what this song is. Yeah, I think a lot of um, women have actually been behind Rebel Wilson. I know that you starred with her in um, Pitch Perfect too, but um, she, I, I think, well done as well. She won a case against Women's Day down here who were painting her out to be lying about her age or anything like that. Have you spoken to her after this? I have not. No, I haven't discussed it with her. Um, her she hasn't talked to me personally about it. How do, how do you feel when you read stuff about yourself that gets printed out Headlines there that, when they're wrong. that you know is a lie? I mean, you, obviously you wouldn't, you don't let it affect you too much, but sometimes it would be hurtful, I imagine. Yeah, sure, and and oftentimes the truth isn't as interesting as a lie, sadly, and that's sort of <laughs> what makes it to print. But um, I I guess I feel like if there was anything that was written about me that was untrue, I would want to defend myself. <laughs> What, what was there anything particularly that you went? Wow, that is really creative. I'm impressed. That never happened, but wow. Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't have a specific story to share. There'd be too many, wouldn't there, for you? You'd have to, you'd have to plow too deep. Too many stories. Do you know one thing I wanted to ask you, Haley? Because I don't know if you achieved this, because I never can. There's a photo of um, uh, Justin Bieber was in a car and he was FaceTiming you, which of course you guys are friends. But um, do you actually able to look at the other person during FaceTime? Because doesn't everyone, when they're just watching FaceTime, just look at the video of themselves? Oh, yeah, of course you do. Wait, no, you can see the other person. Wait, what? I know, but don't you always look at yourself just to find out what you look like? Oh, God. I mean, half the time I'm, like, on pause texting somebody and I'm not really even paying attention to the FaceTime. I'm just kind of <laughs> I will oh, even yeah. move, I'll move myself in the camera to so their eye level like so it looks like I'm looking at them, but I'm still just checking myself out. In the, in the right, face. exactly. That's the key. Uh, well, look, Hayley, lovely to talk to you this morning. Really appreciate you coming on. Most Girls is the single. It is out now. Uh, we're loving it. So thanks for coming on. Thank you guys so much. All right, uh, enjoy. And by the way, pale ale is really nice if you want to enjoy that beer when you're uh, when you're at the airport this morning. Awesome. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for that, Good <laughs> on you. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Yeah, Wednesday, it all happens in Sydney. Game two for Origin. Uh, we've got a real chance this time now that uh, we have a proper team. Uh, we are not going to speak about Jonathan Thurston and the knee injury. We don't want to be jinxed, but we do have his good mate on the phone with us right now. Uh, Gavin Cooper, how are you, mate? How are you, guys? Yeah, we're good. Super Cooper, how are you feeling about the game? <laughs> yeah, really good. Very excited. 
going to be uh, a big occasion. Obviously, a lot of work to do, but very excited to get out there and rip in. Now, it is a different team. Has most of the camp been more about like strategy, like sitting in front of a board, working out who plays here, how that's going to work? Or have you actually, I guess, done more of, um, do you do it like bonding? <laughs> like Playing uh, laser plain. tag and stuff. No, trust ball, like... trust ball. It's, it's, it's been laser tag and skirmish mostly. <laughs> okay, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's been a good camp. Everyone's fit in, the, the new guys have uh, fit in really well and I'll consider myself a new guy as well. I only mm. played the one game last year, so... Mm. Um, but it's just footy's a pretty simple game run hard tackle hard and usually the best team wins so we have to get out there and put in a real solid 80 minute performance oh, that's you know what I've never heard it put so well that is because normally it's a game of strategy and you know it's, there's so much going on underneath the uh, underneath the surface that you're not aware of it's like just run at them maybe you'll get over the goalpost yeah. I love it especially I saw, I saw all the photos of you guys up at Mackay when you have that much passion I guess from um, the youngsters do you feel more pressure from them than you do I guess from the coaches and selectors <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a lot of passion Queensland throughout, uh, from all the little tiny corners of Queensland. It, mm. it was good to see up in Mackay, um, playing for North Queensland. I get to see the, the passionate North Queensland supporters all the time, but to, to be wearing a different coloured jersey, uh, everyone showed out in droves, and it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool day. Cowboys are your second uh, favourite team, aren't yeah, they, mate, after, the, after the Broncos? Just after the Broncos, uh, buddy. We, we get that a lot. I don't like that. I don't, really oh. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just, it's, I've, I was always a Broncos fan. Um, and um, if I went for anyone else, there's a good chance that my mother will find me and stab me and kill me. Okay, sweet. Well, well I'll let you go for the Broncos just for now. Well, <laughs> you, just for your safety. As a wow. player, though, because everyone's got like my, uh, I'm, um, I'm going to say Cowboys fan now because I don't want to upset you again. And then my second team, uh, I'm Broncos and then Canberra. Do you, do you, obviously you play for the Cowboys, do you have a second team that you watch and go, if we don't win, I would like to see them get up? Or is it just you, you guys nah, are the way? No, no. Not anymore. I've played for a couple of teams. I've played for the Titans and the Panthers. Yeah. So I, yeah. I used to have a soft spot for the Panthers, but everyone I played with is gone now. So right. it's Cowboys number one and everyone else are distant. Hey, how are you finding it as players now? Um, Because obviously there are personal conversations that go between you and the other team when they've upset you. Like sledging. Yeah. Yeah. But the ref now has a microphone on them. There's microphones everywhere. Is it something you have to be aware of or you just, you don't care? And if if they pick it up, well, that's too bad. Oh... I try, try and keep my P's and Q's. Mm. To try and look after them because otherwise, you talk about your mother. My grandmother might kick me up the butt if, yeah. I, yeah. if I come out with something too bad on TV. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm always, I'm always sucking in, sucking in the big ones. So I haven't got too much to say. I reckon uh, you should go the opposite way and use it. Just be like, go up to the ref and go. Just for the people at home, this guy's a dick. He's a massive <laughs> dick. <laughs> well, well, being being captain the last little while since JT's been out, I get to yeah. speak to the ref a bit more. So actually, yeah. I might have missed an opportunity. Now he's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. do a bit yeah. of plugging, do a bit of shout. Now, yeah. I know at the, uh, the, at the cricket they had to stop it. You can see when they cut the mics halfway because someone's just going off. And you're uh, like, mm. we can still lip read. Yeah. We yeah. can still lip read and know what they say. Well, well, you can always tell what Jonathan Thurston says when he misses a kick. Yes. Doesn't matter how silent it is. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he says fire truck. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. That must That's be That's what it. he's telling his daughters. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of Thurston, is it nice having him back in the team? Yeah, well, um, yeah, but it's, it's good to have him back in our team last week too. Yeah, you know, yeah but, but being back into the Queensland team, everyone knows what he does to to any team that he's in, and oh, I think he'll. Um, Mill's a great player, but um, at this stage in his career, he's no JT, and and what JT has done and proven for so long at this level will be um, very, very, very valuable on yeah. uh, tomorrow night.
I'll just miss yelling MILF at the screen all game. <laughs> MILF! 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 You're watching different TV if you're yelling at MILF. <laughs> it doesn't broadcast on SBS, Dad. Uh, Channel 9 watching American Pie? is where you can see it, 7.30. Uh, Gav, what's the score going to be before we let you go? Uh, 22-12. Love it. Oh, good the one. Queensland. Who, who, who yeah. too? <laughs> Obviously the Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, hey, Gav. Gavin Cooper, see you later, mate. Thanks, guys. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Shark Tank, it is back. Channel 10, 8.30. Um, you can see it Tuesday. Tomorrow, that Season is. Season 3. Yes. Steve Bax is in here. Good morning, Steve. Hey, crew, how you doing? Yeah. Are yeah. You, I said before you're riddled with cash. Would that be a great way to, <laughs> to describe you? More like pockmarked more than riddled. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. You smell of money. When you walked in, I was like, smells like money. <laughs> well, I, no? have a, I have a pair of twins at home, mate. That's a different sort of smell. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's where all your money goes as well. So. Now, yeah. you, have to, you have great ideas pitched at you on the show, and we believe that there's the most amount of money that's going to be invested. Um, I've heard the promo. But do you get annoyed at people every day just pitching different ideas to you when you're walking down the street? No, I, I don't tend to get that, to be honest. Um, I, my PA says uh, I don't get it because I come across as pretty grumpy, and therefore people <laughs> tend to steer away from me. See, I'm going to ignore all that, and I still <laughs> want to oh, pitch an pitch. idea. Oh, you've got to pitch. you got to pitch. away, yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah, can I pitch yeah. an idea? What do you got? All right. <clears throat> so, uh, you, you've got kids. You just said, you know when you go out, and sometimes you don't even imagine to have a big night, but then you have a big night, and then the, the morning after is the suffering, okay? It's the morning after, not when you're out. So what I want to pitch is you call up the morning after nannies and two of them come over within an hour. They're expensive, but you don't care. They come over. One of them brings you Maccas and cleans the house and the other one brings the morning after, the after pill. <laughs> no, the other one looks after the kids. Don't put down my idea because yours is going to be crap. Um, and they just look after and you just get to sleep all day. So have you seen all of season three yet? <laughs> oh, no. Because there's something very similar that's got pitched to us. I'm not too sure if it made, made, made the air, to be honest. I haven't looked at the full... Uh, oh, this so is... And this happened the last time. With, yeah. these, guys, these guys yeah. were after, after party cleanup crew. They, they turned oh, up wow. with Maccas. Yeah. yeah, and they basically they were just like disaster. You know, they're like almost like forensic cleanup crew to wow. take bodies That's away and so stuff. Good. This includes babysitting. This is a babysitting. This could bring is... a babysitter. That's an option, yeah. right? So you bring an option. Yeah, I'd, I'd have a crack at that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty should... expensive, but you don't care. No, no, you don't. Not when you're sort of that, that yeah. shape. No, I agree. That's no, a pretty good one, didn't, actually. Didn't so... that happen to you last time, Abby? With you because you had the vending machine that made juice. Yeah, but on have you seen my mouth? I go and tell everyone my ideas. So yeah, all right, you go, Maddie. You could invest in that, Steve, or the shark. Yeah, or you could invest in. Mm. The bum face towel. The what? The what? So if you could grab that towel there, Abby, please, and just imagine you've just hopped out of the shower oh, and no. and dry dry your body. Okay. All right. Okay, here we so go. She's got a towel there. Oh, this is terrible. Dry your body. Yeah, yeah. She's dry, doing the thing dry, over the back. Dry it all. Down the back. Yep. Dry. There's a bit of back of the yeah. one leg, back of the other leg. Oh, the face. oh, there we go. Face. Oh no, we'll probably do that. Oh, that, that was just a weird. Order. See, she wiped. She dried order. her bum, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she dried her face. So yeah. what happens there is you inadvertently rub your bum on your face. Right. So it's a simple and cheap towel. We can get them from China, probably. Yeah. There's a B on one end, an F on the other. <laughs> so you know which end you wiped your bum with, which one you wiped your face with. Never will you wipe your bum on your face ever What are you again. offering, Steve? What are you offering him? It depends how much money he's got. Well, so maybe you should use soap before you wipe your bum as well. Yeah, yeah. I think. I'm, 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 I'm going to start, start, start yeah. with Steve here that you should probably work on your showering skills. If you jump out of the yeah. shower and your yeah. bum is still dirty, you yeah. maybe you need to work on that, I think you forgot something, right? So, yeah. yeah. So which one are you the, investing in there, Steve? I, yeah, I, what I do is I actually turn mine around. 
Yeah, oh. right. So there yeah. you go. Nice thick towel, turn it around, one yeah. side to the other. So that, that, that's still a bum face towel. We'll just swap where we put the... But I, I could also remember which, which side I've actually used mm. and which side I didn't use. So yeah. maybe that's a hangover thing again too, depending yeah. on... <laughs> yeah. Do you use your towel two days in a row? I don't know. Ah, how do you know the next day? <laughs> That's a good point, actually. You're asking. Show me the money. You're, you're, you're asking no, one of Australia's no. most successful invent- investors and entrepreneurs to does, pitch does he wipe Ma- his ass in his face. That's the smell. Yeah. You, that's the smell you got when you came in. That was me using one time. That wasn't money. That wasn't money. You're a you're a, que- you're a Queensland man. How are you feeling about State of Origin, Steve? Hey, uh, what happened last time? Look, guys, I've got I've got a pair of brand new babies at home. I've got no idea what's right. going on. Right? So, oh God, um, uh, we, should, so, we won't tell you then. Yeah, yeah. I think we lost. No, we, I did see that part of it. So, um, but I, I haven't seen the team. But you're, well, a great, honestly, you're a great believer in in, in Queensland. You're a great. Oh. Be- you've invested a lot of money in you know making people from Queensland believe that yes, we can conquer the world. Well, people in general, I just prefer dealing with Queenslanders. So I, I enjoy listening to uh, everyone comes to the door. You know, gives them an idea. It's a lot of fun. It's good to hear their enthusiasm. Um, I'm an investor. It's easier if I invest in something local. Mm. Um, I like calling, you know, I can go down and put my hands around their throat if something's going wrong. But, and, you know, I like Queensland. It's, I was born in Cloncurry, grew up in Emerald in, in Rockhampton, central Queensland. Yeah, right. So, you know, I know a fair bit about Queensland. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, you can check out um, tomorrow, 8.30 on 10. Shark Tank Season 3 is back, but still you haven't given us an answer. Yeah, who, Who's who? getting your coin? Oh, no one. You're going to pass it off to Naomi or one of them. <laughs> All right, just be careful of the mugger on the way out. Uh, Steve Baxter, nice to uh, see you, buddy. Thanks for coming in. Okay, thanks, Drew. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I'm the doctor. Yeah, uh, don't, don't adjust your channel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. You're on You're the telly last night, Steph. Yes, I was. I was on uh, Hoovians, which is... Okay, so, uh, all right, I know you three have no idea what I'm about to talk about, but believe me, there are fans of Doctor Who that do listen to our show. And after Doctor Who, much like they did for I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, uh-huh. they have an after show where geeks get together and talk about the show that they just watched. And what a show it was. Ah, it's wee! Uh, it was very exciting. So I was on the show with uh, Rove and um, Cal Wilson and the fabulous Adam Richards and uh, Tegan Higginbotham. Uh, it was great fun. I geeked out to the max. Did anyone watch it? Yeah, I've don't never watched. No, I've never watched Doctor Who. Like I, I, yeah. I, 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 I find it hard to get involved with it. I don't know how to find ABC Two. I just after the kids' programs. Oh, yeah, right, that's right, probably right. why. You know, oh, when it, when yeah, at seven o'clock. Giggle and Hooch says yes. goodbye. Yeah, 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 then it changes. Uh, uh, I, I mean, can... big t- big TV stars. <laughs> good for you, Sorry, host, Dad. Great, great <laughs> work. You must have Daily Mail chasing you like Osher always gets chased, right? How did you get so, to work today? So many people downstairs. Uh, I'm down in Sydney. So many people waiting for me downstairs uh, to. Let them in. Uh, <laughs> it's a big show. It's, it's a big show. There's a, there's a live studio audience. Did, did you mm-hmm. do the meet and greet after the show? Did you meet all the fans? Yes, we did. We stood next to the TARDIS, which is uh, the Doctor Who's uh, spaceship, uh, and uh, we met all the fans. And so they all dress up. They all cosplay. Uh, we should really? say, though, we, yes, I mean, we, we're taking the piss on you here, but Abby mm. did actually help organise this. Abby was amazing. She's my manager. She gets 10% of everything. So and Yeah, I'm going to send you the invoice for that. You're also going to have to pay 10% for the damages I did to the hotel room, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah, when uh, Get together and just rock know, right? out. Woo. Yeah. We wrote so many theories up on the walls <laughs> <laughs> about what's going to happen next week. So, how did you go? Did people laugh? Was it is it that sort of show? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, yeah, they did laugh. They're not supposed to, so it's a bit weird. Um, With or at? <laughs> I don't care. You know that. Um, I stole something, uh, so that's good. I stole one of um, Rove's uh, cue cards that he uses. I've got it. There's his handwriting. I'm showing the guys in the back there. That's Rove's got cool. very neat Rove's handwriting. Yeah. I believe um, that would probably just get thrown in the bin afterwards. But let's <laughs> yep, sure, let's go with stolen. <laughs> and that's where I stole it from, the bin. Uh, I was looking for lunch at the ABC. And um, I did, though, uh, at the start, because you do meet the audience before the show starts. Uh, and uh, when we started taping, Rove uh, actually mentioned something that I did before uh, the show. Um, if you didn't watch it, and I'm talking to you three here, yeah. uh, here's, here's what happened. Making his Whovian's debut, he likes to wear a kilt, not because of his Scottish heritage, but mainly to avoid chafing. It's Hit 105, Stab Davidson! You made it! Yes, I did. You made it! Yeah. Look, I don't want to give too much away, but Stav was pretty much stripping for the audience before the show. I was. Uh, I made a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I realised, though, that I forgot to clear up why I actually took my clothes off, so it did just sound like I was stripping for a bunch of geeks. All right, it's Stav and Matt with Osha coming up at 8 (laughs) o'clock. I know why, because you do this at every single function we go to. And you, I, there, you yeah. there's always photos of yeah. at the end of the night, staff yeah. has stripped. And if yeah. it's to do what I think it normally is to do, yeah. is to show off your tattoos. No, I was trying to make uh, money back oh, okay. to the hotel room. Uh, <laughs> but you've got, a, you've got a Gallifreyan tattoo. Gallifreyan is, a, is the language of the Time Lords, uh, which is uh, the planet uh, that the Time Lords come from, the people with two hearts. No, you go on, Steph. No, you're right. That's exactly right. I did, I did strip off to show off my tattoo and then had to put my clothes back on. Uh, and I think it was... For a lot, God love them. I love, I love the audience members and I love the cosplayers. But I think it was the first time they'd seen someone even semi-naked in quite some time. So. <laughs> you <laughs> underestimate the amount of sex that happens at Comic Con, staff. Why do you always say that? It's like you've gone to a sex I've party been, from Comic Con. I've been to Comic Con. Did you get invited to one? Let's talk off air. Somebody no. Comic Con all over. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 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 uh, if you, you can catch up right on this ABC Two, the Ivy app, go and go and see Stab. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. There is a book, book of secrets. Ah, uh, Uber. Um, when I'm in Brisbane, I don't have a car, so I, I meet lots of fine Australian men and women who like to drive Uber cars, and we drive around together. And uh, one of the cars I got in had an exercise book tethered to the passenger seat with a pen uh, tethered to it like at the bank, <laughs> and inside this book were written secrets. Can I say, too, there are so many Ubers around Brisbane now. Yeah, so well, many. It's because you're seeing them because they now have the sticker the on the sti- back. Yeah. Before, yeah. before the sticker, you had no idea, but yeah. now there's more Ubers than They're all secret Uber cars. drivers? Yes. <laughs> there's 53,000 Ubers in Australia. Bloody wow. hell. That's, that's a lot. But it, So we, we put one of these exercise books in a couple of Uber cars, and every now and then, when they come back past North Quay here where the station is, they drop them in. Mm. And we've read some of these secrets, and they truly are incredible. And we're going to share some with you now. Accidentally killed my friend's pet budgie. I was afraid of birds, but she gave the bird to me to hold on to, and it tried to fly away, and I held on to it, but just too tight, and I killed it. I put him back in the cage and I pretended that it fell. We cried together. We were seven. She still doesn't know, and I feel so bad. Rest in peace, Mikey. I love the fact. 
she's picked probably the only animal in the world that can't fall. Birds yeah. can't fall. They can fly. At the very least, it would glide down. Like I said, it tripped. It tripped and fell. It just broke its neck. It's, it's like of mice and men. You know, she loved yeah. it so much she held it too tight yeah. and killed it. Yeah. But what was it? Like, wouldn't the friend have been there and said, hey, do you want to hold the budgie? I don't know. To, not. Hold my budgie. I'm going to leave the room for two yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, now, um, most of these are obviously uh, when people have been drinking as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this a disclaimer? No, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, you know. Yeah. People sometimes take an Uber home or, you know, and when they've been out and they're feeling a little loose, and they go, oh, yeah, I'll write a secret in here. Uh, here's, here's another one. I'm one of those doctors who's been so hungover at work, I had to get a litre of IV fluids to help me start my shift. Work hard, play harder. My friend does that all the time. She's a doctor, apparently. They all go in a half an hour earlier and all get it done. And sometimes they go, oh, it's just so that we actually feel like we can get through our shift. Do they top up with a vitamin B12 as well? I don't know. I'd say they do. We don't want to be in surgery and the guy's like, scalpel, scalpel, kebab. Kebab. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, look, that's that's the tip of the iceberg when it comes to doctors because let let's let's not forget they've got the world's greatest medicine cabinet at oh, their yeah. disposal. I'll oh, fix mm. you up with a bit of fix me up with a bit of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I whatever gets them through the day. If, they, if I live at the end of it, I don't care. Take whatever you want. <laughs> One night, my manager asked me to stay back a little bit later than normal, and I was so angry about it that the next morning when she asked me to make her a cup of tea, I spat in it. <gasps> And I don't feel guilty at all. That's gross. Anyone want a tea? <laughs> no, Do you like you. how I always make you a coffee, Maddie? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You're never going to drink a coffee that Abby made you again, are have you? Mate? You haven't spat in one before, no, have you? Of course not. No? You're no. a good liar. No. Why would I do that? I love you. <laughs> and you love me. I You're left, always uh, nice to me. Hang on. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> Tastes like Abby. <laughs> as a manager, though, as a manager, would you would you ever have that on your mind? Would you just think, oh, no, I'm a manager, therefore I can ask people to stay back late? Would you never think the next morning? Oh, there's always something they do. Steal oh. something on the way out. Uh, here's our last one. I'm an actor, and one night before our opening performance, I was so, so nervous to go on stage that while I was waiting in the wings... I ended up pooing my pants. I didn't have enough time to go back to the bathroom before getting on stage, so I just continued on with my performance. It was horrible and very, very smelly. <laughs> you were acting, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're known for pooing your pants. That was not me. They were still undecided on that, by the way. Um, Is this after your mountain biked? No, I think you're referencing the Malteser challenge. Uh, which, the many times you've done Whichever time. Yeah. <laughs> you've done more than once. Uh, if you see our Uber book in the back of an Uber, feel free to write in it anonymously. Uh, it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Um, I'm thankful for heaps of things today. I'm thankful for you, Stav. I'm thankful for Caitlin who came in for Do You Mind If I Ask? That was really great. She had a dog. I got in trouble because I talked to it. Um, there's some things I'm just not thankful for. That's why I have to say thanks, but no thanks. Do you? Guy I saw at the airport wearing just socks. You were just standing there in your socks, laughing to yourself, talking to yourself in your socks. And then you turn around. You had a Bluetooth headset in. So I thought, oh, that's good. But then you went to the toilet in just your socks. Oh, mm. that made me feel disgusting. 
So thanks, but no thanks. Mm. Please tell me that he was running down the corridor and going, wee! No, 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 just Just a grown man in a pair of socks. (laughs) Does anyone else have him completely naked apart from socks? Because that was the way. That's never a good look, is it? Naked with business time. Get your business socks on. It's business time. I wouldn't say I'm a lazy person. I get up at like three o'clock to do a workout in the morning. But for some reason, I'm ridiculously lazy when it comes to car parks. I have to get the closest car park to the shops or to the school. And here's a little message for you. If you see one, you think, I can get closer, you never, ever can. (laughs) And then you've got to drive around to the one that you had previously, and it's not there anymore. You can never get closer. Thanks, but no thanks. (sighs) I thought I had my ticket, my ticket to financial freedom out of here. This is just going to be my my hobby, this radio show. Because oh. I was going to make big money on the bum face towel. <laughs> towel that helps you not wipe your bum on your face when you dry yourself after a shower. But like everything, the internet ruined that by showing me someone else has already created it. <laughs> In fact, the ones I see on the internet, I could probably buy at Overflow at Jinder Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not even making any money off it, are they? I don't know. Mine will be a classy one, though. Uh, All right. You're still going to go through? Yes, it'll be, Just it'll, shower properly, mm. and then your bum will be clean. It'll be... All the words will be written in, like, gold plates. Like, you know, you stamp your handbags now? That's where yeah. I'm going. So, thanks, cheap imposter, which no one will now buy. You're going to have to call it something different. But no America. thanks. have to be like... Butum and Faisal. Yeah. I don't know. I'll work on that. Well, they call it the fanny pack. So, yeah, fanny anyway, face, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, yeah fanny yeah. pack. See what I mean? So that's yeah. why you can't... They're not going to be able to relate. Hey, anyone want to buy my fanny face towel? Yeah. I'm going to pass on that. (laughs) Hey. Visual I've just put into my own head. Uh, No. (laughs) Hey there, man traveling down with me to Sydney yesterday. It's an hour and a half flight. You're barely on before you have to get off. The seats are quite small. Did you really feel the need to recline? (laughs) For an hour and a half. Did it improve the visuals of your tiny little screen that you were watching Modern Family on as we were trundling down the <laughs> runway to Sydney? Does anyone recline on an hour and a half flight? No, because you should be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. He sent us a message. Hey, tall guy behind me. My knees are in my back. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Alrighty, welcome to the extra bit of the podcast. Um, we've just started doing this. Oh, she were away last week, so welcome. Mm, it's good to be here for the extra part. I do love an extra bit. It gets a little bit racy. That's all right. Mm. So this is just the other off-air bit where we just talk about anything. And uh, last week we asked for your messages um, at the Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha Facebook page to find someone who's never laughed at Stav in his whole 400 mm. years of Brisbane radio. There's, there'd be nobody. Yeah, there'd be yeah. absolutely nobody. We actually uh, we we didn't get any messages, we'll get, but we also didn't check them. So. We have our uh, executive producer coming in, Abby. He'll come up to the mic. Hey, Abby. How candy. You? Remember, oh, we sorry. called her Candy. Candy, Candy. How are you feeling, Stav? How many people do you think messaged about never laughing at you? None. Because dead people can't write messages. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me see if I can find my drum roll here. Ooh, oh, we got production. Okay. All right, Candy. All right. Well, Stab, over yep. the weekend since the podcast has been up for three days, 
no one messaged us. Yeah, that's right. Damn right. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's laughed at you. Yeah, at one point. Not with, Or rather, they don't like him, so they don't download the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know that really boring, unfunny guy? He's got a podcast. We should download yeah. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, all right. Well, that answers that question. Um, what do we What do we want messages for today then? Um, and we never plan it either, by the way, guys. So just bear with us here. What do you want messages about? I'll show you. Can decide. The, the, I get the messages that I would ask for. I guess the message, what do I want to know about? Do I, I always want, want photos. Is that bad? I'd love people to send in photos of what they're doing when we're doing the show. I get people to do that for my podcast. Oh, do you? Yeah, I call oh, it. It's a podsy. P-O-D-S-I-E. It's a oh. podsy. It's a photo you take with your phone while you listen to a podcast. Oh, yeah, please. People send take photos, photos of doing their dishes. They take photos of on planes, on trams. I will take rude photos. I'll take whatever. Yeah. All right. It's send, fascinating. Send you nudes. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't send page. nudes. Send if you're having sex while you're listening to this podcast, I you, think that'd be an anti- anti-climax. Oh, yeah. If you are, oh. go 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 for it. Get in there. That's what I find most guys like to hear. Yeah. Keep going. You can do it. Words of encouragement. You'll be fine. You can do it. You can get her there. She's really enjoying it. You can get her there. Uh, She needed to sleep. (laughs) Step back.